Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Welcome to the Daily Ding. I'm Dave DeFore, joined this week by my good buddy Eric Name, our Milwaukee Bucks beat reporter. Eric, uh, you gotta be nice and refreshed after the time off. I know last year was kind of crazy covering a championship team. Kind of got a lot of work. Uh, you you worked <laughs> longer than than everybody, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I did. I worked a little bit longer than everyone, but that's cool. Uh, I actually got vacation this time around. Uh, again, I don't want to sound ungrateful for anything that I do. I have a cool job. I have fun. But yeah, that was a grind going one season right into the next one. So I was happy to actually have some time off. And yes, I'm refreshed. I'm recharged, uh, rejuvenated, ready for a new season. Are you prepared for your own personal championship bump that you're about to get? You oh, know, that's the thing. I, you know, I don't know anything about that. Uh, if if things are coming my way, I'm I'm more than happy to to take any of those things on and and profit off of them. That'd be great. All right. Well, look, um, we know that that often the the season after a first championship for a franchise. I mean, it could go either way, but usually we'll see these teams in the mix for the, for number two. I mean, it just kind of happens that way in basketball. It seems. Um, the Bucks right now are seen as the second best team in the East behind the Nets. And granted, we saw that the Nets pushed them as far as they could with just Kevin Durant. I mean, if Kevin Durant's shoe size is what, a half a size smaller, this is a whole different conversation we're having. But I want to ask, and, and even though second place is it's not like they're being, you know, any no one's saying they're gonna miss the playoffs. It's not disrespectful, but are we somehow overlooking the Bucks? And should they be the favorites in the East? I mean, it's really tough to say because we saw so little of the full strength nets in that series, in that second round. And I think there's a couple ways you can go, right? Like one way is maybe that's what we see again, right? There's plenty of question marks about the nets. There's They're older than the Bucks are uh, up and down the roster. Their stars are older. Their role players are older there is the possibility of injury. And uh, I mean, even their stars are more injury prone. I don't like that word, but they've suffered more injuries in their life than the Bucks main guys. So there is that concern there. The other part would be, Hey, if you can get Kevin Durant playing the most efficient basketball uh, and the most amazing basketball, I think I've ever seen game five and game seven were masterpieces from Kevin Durant and then add even even if it isn't a ton of Kyrie Irving and even if it isn't a ton of James Harden you add that into a couple possessions that were used by other players okay all of a sudden you're talking about a a really impressive insane basketball team so I don't think they're being overlooked but I do think there is something to be said for this team is not afraid they lost game five to the Brooklyn Nets. They needed to win two in a row and they won one in Milwaukee. And then they came in and they won game seven and it was ugly. And sure, Kevin Durant hit a big shot that could have won the game, but he didn't. 
Then they went to overtime and the Bucs won in overtime. They took it all. They were resilient. And I think for all those guys, they've been questioned throughout their careers. Giannis, Chris, Drew, all of them. It's always been, are they good enough? Go down the line. Are they good enough to be a championship team? Are they good enough to be a superstar that leads a championship team? Are they good enough to be a number two? Are they good enough to be a number three? All of these questions their whole lives. They got a ring on their fingers now. So you, can, you can't tell them anything. You, you can ask them all the questions that you want, but they're going to play with the level of confidence. And I think the Bucks roll back most of what they have. Those guys are young. All of them are still, uh, maybe you can argue Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday are getting close to out of their prime, but I think you can argue all three of their guys are still in their prime. And Giannis is certainly in the middle of his prime. What he did in the finals, 50 in a closeout game was ridiculous. I think there's a lot to like about the Bucs this year. So uh, I don't think it's being overlooked. I can understand the hype with the Nets, but they are a formidable opponent for the Nets. And that, I mean, I literally was thinking about it last week. Just give me Bucks, Nets, Eastern Conference Finals. I, I don't care about anything else this season. Nothing else. Like, I, And I don't even care about the outcome of that series. Just give me those two teams, Eastern Conference Finals, spot on the line in the NBA Finals, and I'll be happy. That's all I want. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Well, all right, then let me ask you this. When you look around the East and you see that every other team in the playoff race in the East seems to have improved one way or the other. Got Atlanta coming up. Is there any chance that the Bucs might see a little bit of a drop-off? Because there's an argument to be made that they did not improve this offseason at all, correct? Yeah, I, I think there's a number of people that look at the P.J. Tucker decision and really just kind of throw their hands up in the air and ask why. And obviously the Bucks decided to move on from Tucker to at least partially as Mark Lazary told Sam Amick and uh, Anthony Slater on the tampering podcast to avoid the luxury tax, like to pay him what they needed to pay him. It was going to be a big hit in the luxury tax. So they decided to go in a, in a different direction. There's a lot of people that are very concerned about that uh, from the outside. I, I think it's a, a very big deal to lose that guy Internally, the Bucks have all said the right things. They've said how important P.J. Tucker is. They, they've talked about his toughness. They've talked about the way that he impacted them and made them a better team. They've said all of those things, and that's great. But there is also the reality that P.J. Tucker has played a whole bunch of basketball in his life. He's 36 years old, and there's a real chance that, you know, I, I was not a part of the smart person brigade saying this during the NBA finals, but there were a number of smart people that I respect saying maybe PJ Tucker shouldn't start right now because he's a total zero offensively that he can't do anything other than 
crash the offensive glass and do those things. So I think there is an argument there that maybe losing PJ Tucker isn't the worst thing that trying to supplant his minutes with younger players that, you know, can go out there and do things in different ways. A guy like Chevy Ojale, uh, you know, a guy like Grayson Allen, maybe you can go in there and do things. Uh, the big word that we've heard from John Horst is that I believe we are a better team, but we're going to do things different. We're better, but we're different. We're going to win in a different way. And we feel like we have to win a different way this year. So I think there is validity on both sides of the argument, whether or not they are better or worse, they will struggle to replace whatever MF or dim that, you know, PJ Tucker gives you. That is a real thing. That is something that is intangible. You can't grab onto no matter how tough or big or whatever you grab someone else, they will not be PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker is a one of one, but you don't have to win that way. You can win other ways. And, and the Bucks feel very confident that they've gone out and, and they've been better. And I think if you're looking for a reason why this team disappoints, it's the good bits of health that they've had over the last three years a lot of the core has not really been injured. And obviously Giannis had a gruesome fall in the Eastern conference finals, but he came back for the NBA finals. Uh, if you look at a lot of those guys, their top four guys, Giannis, Chris, Drew, Brooke, you're seeing a ton of games played every year. If you're looking for a reason to say this team will disappoint this season, that's how injuries work. Sometimes I'm not saying one of them is going to get hurt. I can't predict that, but that's how injuries just happen. They, they can just happen. And if one of those guys goes down, all of a sudden you're looking at a very different team. Well, speaking of injuries, it was a key injury. They lost Dante DiVincenzo in the playoffs. Uh, any update on, on his status as we're, you know, coming into training camp, obviously media day was this week. Uh, any word on Dante DiVincenzo? Yeah. So, you know, I had a one-on-one -on -one with John Horace the other week. Uh, we obviously talked with Dante on media day. Uh, Dante is not playing five on five right now. So Dante, I think, is going to miss the start of the season. He is not going to be, uh, you know, the Bucks fifth starter when they get going on ring night against the Nets. How long is he going to be out? I, honestly, I think it's a really tough thing for the organization to know. And it's because of the way that Dante got hurt. This is not an ACL. This is not an MCL. This is not a knee surgery. This is not like something we know, right? Like over the years, we've gotten very good at science and we know how long guys are going to be out if they have certain injuries. This is a torn ligament in his foot. That's not a normal injury. That's not something that we see a lot. That's not something that I think the Bucks are really going to be able to say, this is the target date. I think they really have to go through this step-by-step step and say, all right, well, he checked this off the box. Great. This box checked. He can keep going. We're going to keep moving forward. I think it's going to be a pretty good amount of time that he misses at the start of the year. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. But again, in the one-on-one -on -one I had with John Horst last week, he's very excited about Grayson Allen. That's a guy that started for the Memphis Grizzlies last season. Not every game, but I think it was like 30, 35 games somewhere in there. That's a fringe playoff team. He's in a Taylor Jenkins system. Taylor Jenkins, former assistant coach uh, with Mike Boonholzer. They feel very confident about Grayson Allen stepping into that role and then adding Dante DiVincenzo a little bit further down the road. What's your What was your favorite thing that happened during media day? I, I, I hear all these stories. I, I've been in a few media days at this point. Um, it seems like it's one of the more lighthearted days that, that you guys actually get to spend 
in practice facilities. So you got a good story from Bucks Media Day. I mean, the the tough part for me is I'm uh, a very serious person, Dave. You you you. I notice. know you are. Yes, I, I, I'm a very serious person. So uh, the fun and hijinks of Media Day might not necessarily be for me uh, at all times, but I did enjoy uh, people talking to Giannis about like you know how do you stay motivated? How do you go through all of this? And he just kind of said, it it came out of his mouth kind of funny, but he said, all great players are con artists. They all convince themselves of things that are not true. Michael Jordan convinces himself of this. Shaq convinces himself of this. And then none of these things ever happened. He's like, so I'm going to keep doing that. Like, you know, you say I'm the best player in the league. I don't know that I am. All these other people are better than me, but him admitting that they're all con artists, like, okay, good. Like, I'm happy that you understand that the fake motivation you've created is totally fake, but do your thing. If that's what you got to do to stay on top, go for it. So I enjoyed that part. That guy rules, man. That's awesome. Uh, I'm pretty (laughs) jealous that you cover that guy. Well, uh, that's going to do it for the show. Make sure you guys go and check out all of Eric's work over at the athletic. And you know, you can easily follow him on the app and and his new articles will, you know, pop up when when they're uh, available. Eric, thanks for hanging. You know how we end the show here, right? I have no idea. You're gonna have to. I'm like a little bit nervous right now. I, is there like trivia? Am, am I gonna have to like yell something? Do I have to say like ding? Uh, what ding do I ding. Do here? You just give me a ding ding and we're out. Ding ding. <laughs>